Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Open up your hearts, loosen your butts. It is time for Couples Therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's Where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies Talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling To messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling From Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu Text, sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu They gon' talk about it, ah, uh, yeah, you are invited, ah uh, Needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it It's Hello, everyone, and welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. And I'm Naomi. We're a real-life couple. A real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we answer a couple different questions from a couple different listeners. Naomi has forbid me, <laughs> forbid me, absolutely put her foot down as if she is stepping on a spider. Ugh. She found has a way. forbid me to talk about spiders. Because but you see, he found a way. I've gone on a, on, on a journey, a sojourn. <laughs> Through the the halls of insect identification to try to find all the different now Naomi I'm seeing black widows where I don't think there might be black widows. Andy is the sojourner truth of <laughs> spider information. You said it, not me. I know Naomi. The only I cultural I said. appropriation I am comfortable with Naomi is uh, using your black girl sunscreen. That is the actual name of it. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Absolutely. You do have to clarify that. You always say that. You go black girl sunscreen. That is the actual name of it. <laughs> that is the brand. That's a fool. That's, that's a, a brand. Fool. I'm not calling it that. I'm not saying it because <laughs> she's a black woman. 
Um, but I don't know. It's just like you talked, you said the words sojourn, which no mm. one ever says. And that's all I think about, you know, um, it takes me back to my alias for my blog sojourner. You can't handle the truth, mm-hmm. but you also mentioned a black widow. So that is a single black woman, which brought me back to sojourner <laughs> truth. So, you know, I just said to myself, I'm now imagining a black widow spider saying the speech, ain't I a woman, you know, giving the famous Sojourner Truth speech, you know, and if they did that, then I wouldn't kill him. <laughs> but because they don't really bring anything to the table and I don't even need you coming in these replies telling me about all the good things spiders do. I want to hear it. OK, because in my house, they stress me out and out in these streets. They are a danger to my child. Oof, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, by the way, if they're a house spider, we're not destroying them. I am. But these like. Out in our tree, we've got a noble false widow. Oh my god! What? Or a, is it? Yeah, I think that's what. Is it's that called. what it's called? A noble false? False. False. Fake. Wait, noble false widow. Yeah, I think Why is it noble called. if it's false? Um, John Noble, the actor John Noble, yes. discovered it. <laughs> yes. Okay. The actor John Noble. Okay. From Fringe. Sherlock, or what is it called? <laughs> Elementary and Fringe. <laughs> Elementary and Fringe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why. Okay, okay, that makes sense to me now. Mm-hmm. Now I'll allow it. Noble false widow. Yeah. Poisonous. All these fucking black widows poisonous. It's like crazy to live in a place with poisonous things. It's like when I lived in Australia. Australia has like nine out of ten of the most poisonous animals on the planet are there. And it's Noi. Like... <laughs> oh, that was your Australian no. Okay, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. And I was just like, oh my God, it makes so sense. We're on the edge of the world. Of course, all the poisonous animals would be here. We're like one step out of sync with each other. Like one second out of sync with each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay. (laughs) Sometimes that happens. You know what it is? It's because I've had two cold brew coffees today. Mm. So um, my stomach has never been in more pain. My leg will not stop shaking. And... I'm not really on this planet. That's what's happening when I have the cold brew. But I said to myself, I need that cold brew because I need to accomplish something today. And my chronic fatigue, not a syndrome, just a fact, is always stopping me from getting stuff done. You've got chronic fatigue existence. Exactly. Exactly. And I said, I can't let it. I can't let it slow me down today. I've got to get something done today. And I said, and I bought two coffees because I didn't know which one would taste better. And well, I had them both. Mm. I had them both. And you know what? This is me. This is me now, or at least me until probably midnight. The way this stuff is coursing through my veins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you could just be me and be up till two or three in the morning naturally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, thinking thoughts of, uh, of uh, dystopia. Exactly. I was like, no, I can't do that. I don't think that's really helpful either. But you yeah. do, despite the fact that you do stay up till two or three with thoughts of dystopia, you really do wake up with... Um, a smile on your face, <laughs> energy, like this sense of like optimism, which is wild to mm-hmm. me. You guys, Andy, like he likes to make grand entrances. So sometimes he'll like come into the living room or, you know, wherever I'm sitting and he's like, he'll just make some silly joke. Like yesterday, he just walks in and he goes, Naomi, should we have a Minions marathon? <laughs> should we watch all the Minions films? And I was like, sure. Including the Despicable Me's. Including the Despicable Me's. And I said, well, that'll take all day. And like, that's just how he enters the frame, okay, of the motion picture that is our lives. And you're just like, okay, he's loving life. He's having fun. He's saying, let's watch Minions. How annoyed do you think we would be? Like, how many minutes in to that would we be like, we're mortal. We can't 
we can't commit our our mortal existence to doing this. Well, if not, we were even, it was a joke. I didn't even want to. No, no, it, I understand, Andy. We know. Okay. <laughs> my god this guy it's like you don't protest too much <laughs> then i'm like it was a joke i didn't want to watch the minions i didn't want to i didn't want to watch Disney me i don't know i don't care about the rise of Gru. <laughs> like as, as though there's not enough going on in this world we got to deal with the rise of Gru. <laughs> you know what i'm saying i don't want to deal with that the water wars <laughs> gas prices and now the rise of Gru. <laughs> monkey pox and the rise of Gru. Ugh. there's too much going on so yes how many minutes in do you think we would have been like oh god we can't really commit to this 11 <laughs> 11 i was gonna say 15 yeah uh-huh yeah uh-huh. definitely like in that in that realm we would have tried it because i think there would have been like one joke where you were like cute and then we would have been like but we don't actually care right you know so then we would have stopped and so it's a it's good to know that we're on the same page with what our experience would have been yeah. had we started watching the first despicable mate i've got charles bowden to read i gotta i got other stuff to do <laughs> well you know what i gotta do what do you gotta do I got to tell everybody about my show, okay? Oh, my God. Yes, I do. This is exciting. August 12th, 8.30 p.m. at Largo in Los Angeles. Naomi Perrigan makes friends again. You guys, your girl's starting a little run, so I need people coming out. I need them coming out and about. Yes, the tickets cost real money, but I'm telling you, I'm giving you a real show in a venue that does require masks. Hello, everything I love. Real shows, real masks, okay? We've got Sarah Silverman. Ooh, baby. Megan Gilly. Yes, please. Asif Ali. Baby, it's going to be great. Okay? So I think you guys need to come through. Link in the show notes. Link in the link tree. It's going to be great. 90 minutes to two hours of comedy. No one walking away from there with COVID. I mean, come on. What else can you ask for? What else can you ask for? In this day and age? With Gru all around us? <laughs> With Gru poisoning the water supply? What does he do? I don't know. He's despicable. Um, speaking of other things that are great, mm. can I talk about today's guest? I wish you would because this was a fantastic episode. I have a friend crush on this guest, okay? Because she is beauty. She is grace. She is hysterical. She is so smart. We're talking about Zainab Johnson, Henny. Zainab is a hysterical comedian. You've seen her on Last Comic Standing. She is a wonderful host. You've seen her show 100 Humans on Netflix. She is a wonderful actor. You've seen her on Upload on Amazon. You even heard her on this very show years ago. That's true. That's true. Her and Sid. Her and Sydney Washington. Wow, wow, wow. And now she's back. And it's funny because actually during the recording, who came to her house but Sydney Washington. So it all comes together. We'll see if I edit that out or not. (laughs) Well, we'll see. All right, you guys. Without further ado, I'm going to say, roll it. Strawberry milk matcha saying, let's get this done. Putting in the headphones when the Zoom begins. <laughs> this is a woman who is on the move. <laughs> Never you had know, a Diet Coke in her life. Never had a box mac and cheese. Never had a, 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 a ragu. I'm not a ragu. Uh, what is it? The, I know you're talking the, about Chef Boyardee. You're talking about Chef, Chef Boyardee. Boy, yeah, Chef Boyardee. Not just that, but never had ravioli. It's the oh, ra- oh. like all the kids eat the ravioli. Yes. Yep. In the can. Never had it. Yep. What? So wait. Because aren't you, don't you have like 12 siblings? Yes, I have 12. Yes, Naomi. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it was like fresh cooking for everybody? Or was it just like, because that feels like there's too many kids to be cooking for. No, it's fresh cooking for everybody. My mom was a stay-at-home mom, and she would make big pots of stuff. You okay. know, like. Yeah. But don't don't get me wrong; it wasn't luxury. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. we we had a veggie, but we didn't have a meat. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 
you know, we'd have a big pot of like savory cabbage and we wouldn't have nothing else to go with it. Uh-huh. And, you know, my father, if we didn't eat it, my father would be like, oh, must you must not be hungry. But when you when you get hungry, you're going in and get you some cabbage. Yeah, yes, you will. <laughs> you're going there and make a bowl of savory cabbage. Absolutely. <laughs> you guys never ran into each other in Harlem anywhere? No. Me and Naomi? No. Comedy. You both grew no. up in Harlem. That's why I asked. No, but you know, you do remind me. I had a friend growing up named Aubrey. I can't remember Aubrey's last name, but the first time I ever met you, I was like, oh my gosh, she aesthetically reminds me, not personality wise. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. But, uh, so you were in Harlem the whole time? Oh. I was in Harlem. Uh, I moved to Harlem when I was five. Mm-hmm. I moved to Harlem when I was five and then I yeah, grew up there and stayed there until I moved to LA, which was when I was like about 20. Three or twenty-four, maybe probably twenty-four. Oh, okay. okay, so you've yeah. been in LA for a minute. Yeah, you, but you didn't. Did you start comedy here? No, New York. I did. No, I started here. here. Wow, wow, you're a success story. You started comedy <laughs> in LA, and you are good at comedy, and that's amazing. Um, yeah, I said it. Um, <laughs> maybe it's because you're from New York. I think so. That's, that's what I said. Yep. The the so. moment the moment that I realized I was going to do comedy, like when I was like, oh, I'm going to do this, I went back to New York. And I would go back to New York for like months at a time and just do stand up. So I don't know if that's, you, you know, yes, but you know, what to, you, yes, you, do. <laughs> you, you know, that it made all the difference <laughs> as I sip my tea. <laughs> well, Zainab, welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the house that sleep disorders built. We are trying to fight through. Uh, just another night of waking up every couple hours. Neither okay. one of us sleeps. It's our thing. It's, it's our, fine. It's our new thing. I don't know if it's is it the, new. I, I don't like... know if it's the descent of Christian fascism or uh, no, no. It's the descent of Christian fascism. That's the. Are uh, you guys uh, not sleeping at the same time? Because if that, I mean, that's pretty dope. But if not, <laughs> no, no. My je- my thing is to wake up at like five in the morning and then go out onto the couch. And Naomi's thing is to wake up at six thirty in the morning. And then just lie awake. And then just lay awake. And then the dog will be like, okay, can we go out like a f- few hours after that? Right. So it's like, yeah. I never really get back to sleep. Like, I wake up to pee and then it's a wrap. Okay. If I wake up to pee, there's no hope. There's no, like, there's no guarantee I'm falling back asleep. So I love that you guys are saying that you wake up to go back to sleep at the time that I wake up to stay awake. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I wake up at six. I wake up at six o'clock, and sometimes I'll just lay down on a weekend, and I'll be like, "I'm not setting my alarm. I have nowhere to be tomorrow morning," and I still will wake up at six a.m. ready to go. Ready to go? Where? What are you doing when you wake up at six? Well, it depends. It's like the sun is just out there waiting for me. Oh, say that! <laughs> oh. I'm a morning person. Yeah. Yeah. But I wake up. I, I do wake up in the middle of the night to pee, and but I don't. You you can't do anything. You can't yes. do anything. You can't open your eyes. You have to know because the moment you let anything come yes. in, then you'll be awake. You can't do anything. I even try and make sure that the water is. I, okay, this is gonna sound gross. <laughs> this is gonna sound gross. But if the water doesn't get warm fast enough, then I will just like take a a baby wipe and wipe my hands. Because if you do, if you do cold water, it's gonna wake you're you up. up. You're up. If you, yeah, if you do cold yeah. water, you're up. And now you're not going back to sleep. Now you got to make a snack. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> By the way, Zeta, when you said the sun is waiting for you, there's two ways to interpret. It. 
there's your way to interpret that in which the sun is waiting for me. It's a friend. It's saying hi. It's like, come on, let's go get some right. strawberry milk matcha. For us, right. the sun is waiting for you. It's like it is it's a threat. Waiting, it's yes, a threat. with a knife. It's a threat. It's stalking. It's it's standing out there with a knife, <laughs> waiting to like stab it into our stomachs. Um now, were you always that kind of person? Again, growing up with so many siblings, people around you all the time, you got your cabbage. You know, it feels like it took, like, once you get out on your own, that's going to be your first time having some fucking breathing room to do what yeah. you want to do. Yeah, I mean, I'm a loner because of that now. Like, I'm the type of person, I don't invite people over my house. I go to their house so that I can leave when I want. Yes. You know, the worst, the worst thing is like giving a person a hint to get up out your place and they like, I mean, I had, I, listen, I had two people at my house, once at my apartment when I still lived in Hollywood and they would not leave. I took my laptop into my bedroom and was like, all right, y'all, I'm about to go to sleep. <laughs> I closed the door, came back out hours later. They were still in my no, house. No. Yes. Name no. this person. Name them. <laughs> That's insane. They deserve, they deserve the shame of the comments. That's insane. That, that was the last time I accepted either one of their phone calls. I believe it. Fair. Yeah. You had to. These people are not yeah. taking the hit. I mean, I have gotten... I, I've gotten blunt with it. Like, I did a show at Largo a couple weeks ago, and literally it was just like... I was like, this show's going on too long because people were <laughs> running over, you know? And yeah. literally when I got up at the end, because initially I was going to do like another 15 at the end. And then I was like, no. And so I did like maybe eight. And then I was like, y'all, I'm hungry. Let's all go home. And I literally <laughs> just was like, shut it down. We're done. And I think, but I will say, I don't have people over my house either. Well, and yeah. especially considering my house is our house. Uh, Andy, I'm like, I don't want people. Like, I just, li I like my space. And home is where I don't have to pr perform or present or do anything. I'm like, let's meet at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that, yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the, when you're when people are at your house, the expectation is that you host. The expectation yeah. is that you, you know, take care of them. And mm -hmm. the, the crazy thing is, is that I really appreciate when people do it for me. I love when I'm at somebody's house and they make me feel so comfortable. And they're like at my beck and call. Like, I love that sort of <laughs> treatment, especially because I never got that treatment like growing up. You know, it's like you fend for your, I, my, my mother and father, it's like you safe in this house. We're going to make sure you got something to eat. We're going to make sure that you got doctor's appointments and that you in the right schools. But other than that, get it together. Fend for yourself. I'm going to make sure you got all the tools to be successful in the world. But other than that, don't be coming in here asking me to, 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 to you know what I'm saying, sweep up behind you and you, you better take yeah. care of yourself. So when people do that for me, I really love it. But when people come to my, when my friends come to my house, I say it from the door. I'd be like, now you want to get something to eat? Because you know I ain't got food. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> you want to, you, you know, the most I got, oh, you want a blanket? Let me see what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I am not, I am not hospitable, but not because I don't want to be, just because. I don't even know how to be. <laughs> okay. In my mind, you know? when someone crosses the threshold into your house, you hit like a, a, a countdown clock. It's like two hours. And you're like, when this hits zero, you're out of here. <laughs> but you know, you seem, uh, that surprises me because you seem like you would be really accommodating. Huh. Who, me or us as a couple? No, well, you as a couple, but no, but I expect Naomi to more say, okay, okay, it's party's done. Yeah. I expect you to be like, well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I hit a wall and then I'm okay. like, all right, I'm done. 
But do you say okay. it? No. Mm, I hint. Yeah, you'd be subtly hitting. I like. It's, I walk. Uh, I walk out of that room and I come back in like my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be. But we really don't like. But, well, because well, just, I mean, because of COVID. But like, even no. But even before, because I think the thing is like, because I grew up an only child in the house. Like I'm used to being alone. Whereas Andy's yeah. house was the hangout house growing up, so mm-hmm. he's used to having people over. So that's something we've always had to deal with in living together. Where it's like. And like sometimes he'll yeah he'll have someone over if I'm not there you know like yeah. in New York it would be like, okay I'm gone do your thing, but if I'm home I would really appreciate this not being a hangout zone. Yeah, yeah, I like to choose when I socialize. I think that's it's it's so interesting that maybe that's why most of my friends and my love interests are all only children. I think we're I think that I understand like I think that I understand a person that just needs one person's attention, and I think that I get from them like. The simplicity of just one. You get what I'm saying? Like, yes. I never really, even like at comedy clubs, you know how like the comedians love to like bunch up and <laughs> I can do that for like two minutes. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done. This, <laughs> yeah. I, like, yeah. I got what I needed. This was fun. Bye. But now, but speaking about that, though, it's talking about your love interest and also this idea of saying not only you're a loner, but also I got what I needed. Bye. <laughs> yeah. How does that impact, you know? How do you approach relationships? Again, because we we're joking, of course, you're a woman on the go. But at the same time, I do. I think of you as someone who is, first of all, professional. You're working. You're busy. But also, you don't seem to suffer fools. And so much of dating is foolish. You know what I yeah. mean? So much of it is a game. And then, like, do you have siblings? Tell me about you. There's a okay. lot of suffering fools and suffering fools. Ain't that the yeah. truth? <laughs> how do you, you know, how do you do it? Do you do it? Are you are you off these streets? What's the What's the plan? Um, I am, I I mean, I casually stroll the streets. Um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I'm very open to, um, you know, sometimes here, here's, here's my analogy of the streets. You know how, like, there's a lot of garbage in the streets, right? But every so often you walk down the street and you're like, is that a $20 bill for me? (laughs) Let me pick it up, you know? Uh, (laughs) and so that's how I see dating, um, I'm definitely open to it. I'm currently single right now. I'm not, I don't mind like the getting to know you process. Like I, I think that like in genuine conversation, you find out about people. I don't want to sit like across from somebody and be like, so you have siblings. Oh, I have siblings. So where are you from? Oh, I'm from, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. I, that's kind of boring, but a generic, like, I mean, like a natural conversation that just happens and you end up finding out things about people and you need time, you know, like you need time. I was seeing this guy and I don't know, maybe like after two months of us, like spending like every single day together, he was like, I I said something like, yeah, because, you know, when I was teaching, he was like, what? And I was (laughs) like, oh, yeah, like when I I thought I was going to be a math teacher and he was like. You thought you were going to be a math teacher? And I was like, yeah, but that's not the point of the story. What I was trying to say. <laughs> and that's, he was like, I never knew that. I'm like, so then he felt like he had to bring out something about him. He was like, you know, I went to hair school, right? I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. And then I had no follow-up question because it's like not that intriguing to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but me being like a math teacher was intriguing to him. So, should, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like, what kind of math are we talking? Trig, geometry, Um, algebra. I could teach it all. I could teach it all. I mean, I could, I could, I could. (laughs) But you're like good at math. You're smart. You're smart, pretty, and funny. Zainab, too much. 
Too much. You get one. You get one. Uh, no, I got my shit. I got my shit. I got my shit. Um, yeah, I could at one point. I was confident that I could teach math because I was good at it. Now, I mean, I'd have to go back and reimmerse myself, you yeah. know. But yeah. when you, I, I was all like, like that was I, what I liked about math was it was like, um, there was always an answer. You know, and for a very long time, I was like a black and white person. It was very little gray. It was like it either is or it ain't. That's mm-hmm. re- that. That's how I was, which can really make you sort of like a rigid person in the world, mm-hmm. you know. And the older I got, and especially having to deal with like artists all the time, you like no, you gotta you gotta have some wiggle room. You gotta have you know you gotta be flexible. And so yeah, the more flexible I get in life, the dumber I get. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. I could probably have done derivatives with the best of them about 10, 15 years ago. Years ago, yeah. And now I'm just like, I can say the word derivative. <laughs> I know what an integral is, I think. Yeah, exactly. The thing about math, though, what I, what I will say that I'm still confident in is I'm not afraid of it. Sure. You know, if somebody was like, oh, we got to sit now, we got to sit here and do this calculus again. Come on, we got to do I would be able to like, like I said, reimmerse myself. But I feel like people who aren't good at it, they have they really are fearful of it for whatever reason. Maybe they're like partly dyslexic. Maybe, you know, they had one of the mamas that was like, and Sally went to the store and got, you know, like. (laughs) I actually thought of this yesterday. I, I was watching something where people were like teaching math and the kids weren't getting it. And I was like, oh, because the way math is taught, it's taught like, um, oh, you're going to need this when you're older. And like, no one needs like cosines or tangents or whatever when they're older. But what it, it, if you could, if you taught it, when I taught logic, I was like, hey, you're never going to need this. You you don't actually, no one argues like this. You don't need it for like writing arguments. Well, I I used to be a philosophy professor. And, uh, but, it's good problem solving. It it gets that kind of part of your brain moving. And yeah. if people are taught math like that, I think more it takes kids, some of the pressure off. I think and then you can kind of get more, into like, it. You're not. You're like you won't specifically need this when yeah. you're older, but it's it's good to like develop the problem solving. Well, part of your brain. I'll tell you the one thing in math I remember and do all the time is what? finding out what a percentage is of a number. Do you know what I mean? I I'm like, that. what is fifteen percent of what these hoes about to take? Okay, yeah, I'm out yes. here. That's the one shit I'm over yes. here. Point <laughs> 0.15 times. Whew. But everything, but everything you need in like in your adult life, if you're not doing anything that has to do with you know mathematical equation or science or you get what I'm saying, you ain't an architect. You ain't. It's like you can you can you use a calculator. Yeah. Some people don't even know how to take percentage. Like, and they they don't even know how to move that decimal over. That's you get what, what I'm saying? Yes. They don't even yeah, know how yeah. to do that. But it's like, you don't really need to. You, you know. I know. You, all, you need, all you need is that calculator on your phone. Or just Google, really. Because you can literally yeah. put in Google what is 15% exactly. of a number. And Google will tell exactly. you. Exactly. So it's like a very different thing. But it's Come like, on. Don't, don't poop on my line. Pick it up. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hold on. Who, wait, wait. Zaynab is facing her window. Pick your shit up. <laughs> is, some, is someone letting their dog poop on your lawn? Yes, and, and they're I not picking been- it up? Well, she's picking it up now, but she wouldn't have picked it up if I ain't say nothing. Oh. But I'm sitting right here looking out my window. It's like, you know what? Forgive me. For, you guys no, are no, not no. even supposed to see this. And she's like, I'm saying the guy is looking like, hey, how dare she yell at us? Yeah, thank you. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't understand That's that. wild. I would feel embarrassed. Like, I feel embarrassed whenever Mabel goes to the bathroom at all. 
But for the in public, obviously. In the house. Go ahead, Mabel. Oh, <laughs> please. No, no. But like I would feel embarrassed to not pick it up. I also don't even like her pooping on someone's lawn. Like if we're walking down the sidewalk, I will move her over to like that outer edge, you know what I mean? Of the sidewalk. Yeah. Not like the again, still the person's property, but it's something like I always say I go, don't be trespassing, Mabel. Because I'm yeah. always like, we could get shot up in here. So you can't just be <laughs> going up on people's lawns. So I'm always pulling her over. Especially yeah. like where we live, if you walk north of Franklin, it gets into the rich people's houses. Yeah, and they yeah. can be, you know, they can be yeah. a little difficult. You live in Los Feliz? Yeah. How did I know? I used to, live, <laughs> I used to run over there. Uh, so, so my lawn is very nice. I think dogs like it. Um, it's a well-kept lawn. But in my neighbor across the street, when I moved into this house, she gave me one of them signs that you stick in your lawn. It says the dog, it's like the dog and the dog is like, don't poop, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And before she gave me that sign, it was like, there was poop all over my, like, what would make you think? I know. What would make you think somebody wants to come home to that? So then when I put the little dog sign in the thing, then I noticed it, it stopped happening. You get what you I'm did, saying? They needed to be told. They the needed so- to be told. Yeah. The but, sign but I is could, all that did it? Yeah, the sign. But I could tell this couple that was walking, I could just tell that they were, you know, I'm not home a lot. I could tell they was going to leave that shit right there. But (laughs) (laughs) she heard me through that window. Get the fuck up. Yeah, clean that shit up. Because I could tell where the bags were. She had to search for the bags. When you don't got the pooper scooper bags on hand, you're not picking up the shit. You're mm-hmm. not picking it up. Mm-hmm. She had to search for the poopers. And the guy was like, sorry, this, I'm on a, a complete tangent because it just pissed me off. The guy was looking like, how dare, how dare she call right. us out? You're right. Have some strawberry milk matcha. <laughs> yeah. I'm, You've just, got I'm just shaking my head because to me, this is, this is, I've never understood that. It's just like pick up, if, if your dog deposits something somewhere pick it up also, I, never, I, I just don't understand the mentality where you're just like yeah whatever well also too to me you know again i had not had a dog before and one of the things i was i didn't want i was like do i want to pick up another thing's poop i was like do i, I actually want to do that and i was like i don't think i'm ready i don't think i'm ready and then something happened to me and i became ready mm-hmm. but until you're ready it's like that's what having a dog wait, is i don't it is picking to up. I don't want to pick up. I'm not like excited to haul around. You're not poop excited to, but you know that's minutes. part of the job. It's a responsibility, yeah. yes. and you sign on for it when yes. you choose to get a dog. Yeah, that. and so that's it. Okay, you don't want to pick up poop. Get a cat. Get a turtle. Yeah. There are ways you can. You know what I mean? It's like ugh, anyway. Now we're all on a tangent because <laughs> what? But I do love. But you know what? Again, this is how we use this. Uh-huh. You. What did I say? You don't suffer fools. What I say, you're not here for no riffraff. Yeah, no. You no. saw that through the window and you shut it down. And I would say this: <laughs> I I wouldn't have done that. I am afraid really? of people in that way. Oh no! Oh no! No no! Let me just tell you what: every single morning when I wake up and I pray, Naomi, I pray that I move through the world with ease. Okay, mm-hmm. I really do. I don't mean things. I don't mean I want things to be easy, but I want a, I want things to flow. If yeah. there's if there's some sort of wall, then it's not. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm not trying yeah, to yeah, break yeah. through shit. I'm not a rhino, yeah. right? <laughs> I'm just I want I want I want the shit like water. I want the shit to flow. But I'm gonna speak up. There's like I w- I'll be so mad because what will happen is I would have saw that right, and yeah. I would and it's right on my pathway out my mm-hmm. house to the street, right? So I would have passed that. Every time I walked out of my house and into my house, and I'd have just been so pissed that right. I didn't make them clean the shit up. And that would have bothered me more that I did not take care yes. of myself. Yes, I do yes. not I don't I don't care how people feel. 
I'm not, I'm never a malicious person and mm-hmm. my intentions are never bad. But let me just tell you what, y'all not going to have me out here uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> y'all not going to have me out here suffering. No. Yes. No, no, no. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, I already Jay- got to deal with the possums in the back. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Wait, Zadab, when you said pray, do you mean literally? Like, are you still practicing? Yes, literally. Like, I wake up and make salat. Wow. So, okay. do you, so do you only date Muslim men? I've I've dated very few Muslim men. I would like to. I met with a Muslim matchmaker like a couple of weeks ago. <gasps> okay, this is <laughs> the good stuff. <laughs> So I was doing I was doing the um the improv in Brea and she was at my show, a woman was at my show, a Muslim woman was at my show. And um I guess I was say, t- talking about like my dating life, I don't know, on stage. And she was like at after the show, she was like, Girl, you know, I'm a matchmaker. Um, I'm actually like in, you know, like in development for a show, uh, whatever, whatever. And I was like, Oh, do you just match Muslims? And she was like, you know, yeah. She was like, but I would just love to like, you know provide you the certain like girl we got to connect and did it and so we ended up like meeting for a matcha um, <laughs> and, and we was talking and I, I I'm completely open to it but she was saying stuff she was like okay so you're on the road a lot how do you feel about truckers I said don't they be sleeping with prostitutes on the interstate <laughs> she was like I guess they do. I'm like, come on, matchmaker. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Come on. Um, mm. I, listen, I, I I, would love to date a Muslim man, but that is not a requirement for me um, because I know a bunch of people who are Muslim. I know m- Muslim men who it's like you could you could be Muslim, and you, but you still punch me in my face. No, no, no. I I rather somebody who don't praise the Lord at all, right? You know what right. I'm saying? Yes, and don't yes, have yes. me in a chokehold. Yes. Now, I'm not try- <laughs> not trying to say you know I don't know I always go to like physical abuse because that's just the easiest to understand. But I'm just saying there are people who like scream religion, 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 whatever the religion is, but they're like awful people. Right, 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 right. exactly. And so and you're not saying I, right, like you're not going to hold on to a man just because he Muslim. No, if he, yeah. you know, right. Yeah, yeah, I was dating a man, beautiful man. Oh. Oh, I, listen, I thought I was going to be married, Andy. I did. I thought that this was the one because he was he was Muslim. He was smart. He had a bunch of degrees. He spoke a bunch of languages. He was beautiful. Arrogant as fuck, but I was willing to take it. <laughs> I was willing to take it. You know how you make it up in your mind? Like, I could chip away at this arrogance a little. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> we, as you know, after like a while, because like, my intimacy, I have to be my intimacy. You hear me? For me to have sex with you, I got to be in love with you. I can't. I okay. wish. I've been trying to be out here. I've been like, I mean, ever since the day I lost my virginity, I've been trying to like entertain hoism. It don't work for me. I got to be in love. I got to be madly, like truly, genuinely in love. And it'd be reciprocal for me to even want to have sex, for me to desire you at all. Right. So we get to, we finally get to that point. We finally get to that point. And, but we're not married. We're not anything. But he is very, like, um, arrogant about being, like, a Muslim man. You know? And he's, like, not born in America. So it was like, I'm not as Muslim as him because I'm a man. Right, right. Because you know, yep. I'm black. Yep, Muslim. Yep, yep. You know that shit, Naomi. Yes. Like, the, you yes. know, like, so so I'm like, whatever. So, you know, uh, the first time he asked me to join him in the shower, I say, 
you know, I'm a Muslim woman and you're a Muslim man and we're not married and you want me to be here naked with you in the shower. How do you feel about that? And I wasn't saying no, right, and I right, wasn't right. trying to make the situation uncomfortable, but like, when else will I be able to have this conversation with the guy? You know what I'm saying? Somebody else who I don't know what their uh, religious or spiritual beliefs are, it's like, I don't have any, I know exactly, and you've been throwing it in my face that you're this- You're so Muslim and you're yeah, so, yeah. That you're, you, that you're so devout, that you're so, you know what I'm saying? And you're so much better than me, so- you know, before we get steamy, <laughs> let's, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Let's, yes. let's pull a couple of quotes from the Quran. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know? How and did he, he take it, though? To say. He didn't have he shit didn't... to say. Okay. Yep. And see, I should have known right there. Okay, so you know how you be like, people say, they'll people will show you like men and women they'll show themselves but you just have to pay attention in that moment i would have i should have because that's a quality like oh i should have took that as he's not truly as honest as he believes he is because if, if that if that was the reverse right if a um if a if a muslim man said to me you know like oh you talk about being muslim but you know you don't cover up you've had sex before you were married da, 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 da. i would be able to have a constructive conversation yeah. i would not shy away from that and yeah. i wouldn't leave i wouldn't leave the conversation feeling less muslim you know mm-hmm. i may leave the conversation with a reevaluation of myself like hmm maybe how do i feel about Going back to hijab, how do I feel about, do you get what I'm saying? How do I feel about mm-hmm. aesthetically representing this thing as well, right? I, but the fact that he was like, I mean, I got, you know, I got my faults. That's what he said. Like the fact that he did that, uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's kind of like, oh, he's not even like, this person isn't really mature enough. I should have, I should have, I should have recognized that in that moment, but I didn't because he was fine and he had abs. Exactly, exactly. And, you know what I'm saying? And I was just like, chip away at this but you see, know that's saying? also why he is not mature enough right because when you are fine people don't press you mm-hmm. you know and so when you grow up it's like he could just be saying shit where he's like isn't the sky a beautiful shade of green and people are like mm-hmm. uh-huh it's like no baby the sky uh-huh. blue, but, but you don't want to press okay but, let me, but, you, but you know what i am as fine as he is if not more i believe you know and i feel like people the expectation was not to Because you're a woman, you know how it is, especially if you're saying to he's, you know, especially, you know, when a man of color has a degree, we all supposed to bow down. And Mm -hmm. I certainly know that that's how I was taught. Like, I remember (laughs) being in church and one time it was and I was young, maybe 10, 11. And the pastor said, every black woman in here, I know y'all in here praying for a BMW, a black Mm -hmm. man working. And everybody, (laughs) all the women in church were like, yes, yes, yes. And I remember being like, wow. They're all praying for that right now. Like, but it was so true. It was like told. And then I remember my mom telling me like she, I remember when I was trying to go to, when I was applying to colleges where she really wanted me to go to historically black college Mm because she thought I would have a better chance at finding a black husband. Still no guarantee. My mother said still no guarantee, Mm -hmm. but she was like, if you go to white school, you're going to be competing. She's literally like, you're going to be competing with the white girls too. Like those black Mm -hmm. boys are not going to want to date you because they don't have to. Mm. And so, your mama said that dang kept it real early oh she's honey <laughs> i heard it real very early okay <laughs> in a way that maybe i shouldn't have it could be why i don't trust okay um but that idea of like if a black 
man, a man of color has something. You're, it's like, whoo, he to catch, he to cream of the crop. And if you are taught that as a young man, as a little boy mm-hmm. even, come on now. Mm-hmm. You out here being like, I have my faults. Yeah, especially like he was, he was um, at like African. He was, I don't want to say specifically, because you know yeah. people be listening. I know. Um, <laughs> and I was talking about him on stage one night and then I had got a WhatsApp message from him and I was like, this is definitely a cease and desist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Last night after the show and I talked about, I, I, like just exactly how your mom sat down and told you the truth. I'm like, you know, we really have to, with people, period, but with men especially, we really have to. I think that, I, I think that we're heterosexual men. Women, we've done them a disservice. And I'm not the person that puts the blame on women, but I do know that we were, we've been taught to protect men so much and to kind of honor them and help them and lift them that we don't tell them the truth. And so last night I was on stage, I was talking about like, you know, a guy having a small penis, you know, and me faking it. Right. And me, cause it's like, I was already in love. So now I just gotta. It's my fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, <laughs> that's what I get. Cause see, a hoe finds out early. You know what I'm saying? But I, well, you in love. Yeah, right. I, we don't already got motherfucking 401ks together before you have sex with me. So, you know, I was like, but we need to really stop that. I was like, we need to be like Ray Charles's mother. She sat Ray down and was like, listen, Ray, you ain't like the other kids. We need to sit, <laughs> we need to sit men down. When they pull out their small dicks and say, listen, Daniel, <laughs> you ain't like the other men. <laughs> You're going to have to use your fingers. You're going to have to buy, get a real good job, be real smart. Oh, God. Oh, wait, Andy, can we answer some questions? Because I feel like Zaynab has a lot of love to give and a lot to teach us. She has a lot to teach the listeners. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we're answering your advice questions. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. 
So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims Basics and Foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the Soft Smoothing Seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the Soft Smoothing Seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable, and it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new t-shirt shop. Honey, we about to handle your scandal and you are going to say you're welcome. Okay? Because Zaynab has the truth and the light. Yes. Now, right. Zaynab, these people, they come to us, honey. They send us voicemails. They send us emails. They send us DMs. I mean. Yeah. They are in trouble in so are, many parts of their lives. They are. And we are here to help them. We're here to help them okay. with open hearts, loose butts. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly. I hate a tight butt. I mean, I like an outwardly tight butt, but a, mm-hmm. but a, sure. but a tight asshole. Oh, Exactly. Exactly. Let it go. Let Breathe. it go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, what's this first one? Okay. okay. This one's uh, about friendship, I think. Okay. okay, a friend cue. Here we go. Hi, Naomi, Andy, and guests. I've been binging this pod for six months solid, and I'm still about 20 episodes from Caught Up, so I'm hoping to hear my question by the time I'm there. <laughs> so I have an acquaintance on social media who I used to know in high school. She's had a slew of medical issues, and I donated to a GoFundMe of hers a few years back. The past week, she's been posting that she's had several ulcers rupture, gone into sepsis, and put up another GoFundMe for $200. I didn't see those posts until after she sent several DMs asking me directly if I would donate, but I ignored them. Then she Facebook called me. I did not answer. Since then, she's put up a public post saying she doesn't understand why people would ignore her instead of just saying no. I didn't respond, though I was glad to see she wasn't hacked. She also reached out to mutual friends of ours on Insta and in her phone contacts with the same copy-paste spiel. Am I wrong to just keep ignoring her? I feel bad, and I know the medical system is fucked, but I feel like she's putting me and everyone else in a position of either giving her money or apologizing for not giving her money. Also, I don't understand what $200 is even going to do or how she's surviving in general if this is what it's come to. I want to say, hey, I'm sorry, I just can't right now. But that feels like engaging her and what could be a scam for drugs or something. We have never been close and I don't know her life. But this is such an extreme leap into desperation that I'm wary to engage on any level, even just to clarify that I can't donate right now. So what should I do? (laughs) (laughs) That was very funny to me. Interesting. Not funny in like a you're silly, but like just the way she put it out there. She's like, this, what do you do with $200? It's like, well, $200 could be rent for some people. I love how we are apologetically judgmental. Like, I don't have it, but I mean, what you gonna do with $200? Are you (laughs) buying drugs? Like, girl, shut up. (laughs) Shut up. I'm gonna 
love when people use words like slew. <laughs> she said the beginning. I just love, I'm like, oh my gosh, she wrote this down because ain't nobody yeah. ever been just chatting and saying, yeah. you know, and then a slew of it. Ain't no, so you wrote that down. You wrote that down. That, that's a written word. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Never been a casual slew. No. This is, listen, the moment somebody calls me from Facebook or Instagram, you know, when they realize that they can actually try and call you from the social media, um, which should be I didn't illegal. know that. Yeah, I it should know be you could do that, by the way. Yeah, I had no idea. Oh, yeah, I'll never pick up. And you'll get the, blocked immediately. Because, you oh. know, you you already know you did something you wasn't supposed to do. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Come on. Right. It's, it's just like when people call me from a FaceTime me from a number that is not in my phone. You know what I'm saying? They say, why yeah. you ain't picking up? If you if you think I'm going to show my face unknowingly to somebody, if you right. think that right. that's what's happening, stop it. You know? Well, uh, I hate when people were like, okay, I've had the same phone number since like 2002. Okay. So yeah. certainly there are people who have my number or very, you know, from back in the day, but I've had different phones. So it's not like yeah. I have the same contacts. And so somebody will like text me, like I will get a text out of the blue and it's usually to ask for something or like, can I connect you to somebody? But they don't say who they are. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, you know, as well as I do the text message history here. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you know, when you open a text, you see all the other, you know, yeah. we ain't talked. Yeah. State your name, state your business. Yeah. <laughs> and when they don't do it, I don't respond. When they don't do it, I just don't respond. I was like, okay, and then they can they can email me and like they want to say something. Like, I just don't because I'm like, what do you think? I'm just sitting here waiting for you to do something for you? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. If I text someone, if if you're not my good friend and I text you, always start with, hi, this is Andy B. You, me too. Always. Exactly. You me gotta too. Always. You got to say that last initial. Me I too. even say Naomi E. Okay? Yeah. Because yeah. I said, who knows their life? Yeah, because you never know, and so people do. Maybe so they know Naomi Campbell. They could know Naomi Watts. Okay, <laughs> you never know. You never know. How many Naomi's you can one person know. know? Many, infinite, infinite Naomi's. And then also, but also, I didn't even know you could call someone from Facebook. So if you have Facebook app off on your phone, that means you will get like an alert, like you're getting a call. Has this happened? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have I don't have the Facebook app on my phone, but yeah. yes, that does have that's happened like via Instagram. I feel like somebody tried to call me via. Instagram. Wow. Uh, and I immediately went in, stopped everything I was doing and changed that setting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause what, cause, cause, cause it's, it, see, you, t- here's the reason why you guys do that. The reason why you say, Hey, this is Andy. This is Naomi. This is Zaina. It's because one, we know what it feels like to, uh, sort of be, bamboozled into a conversation, right? We, we, Uh, right. We know what that feels like. And so we want the person that we're contacting. First of all, we have a certain level of uh, reality and humility, right? (laughs) Because it takes, no, no, no. It takes a really humble person to be like, I'm not sure if you know, if you still have my number in your phone. Exactly. You you remember me. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not, you know, so let me just let you know. And it's also, it's coming with complete honesty. That's complete mm-hmm. transparency. Let me let you know. But whenever a person is trying to manipulate, that's when they, you know, it's like the person that calls you, you don't answer, and then they send you a text like, hey, could you call me? No, no, no. T- tell me what Tell me what you need. Exactly. <laughs> tell me. What is so pressing that you got to get me on the phone? It's because you try, it's the, um, it's the emotional manipulation. Yes. So yes. to go back to your, to, to the person that wrote in, Girl, no, don't do nothing. You already, you donated over the years. Yeah, yeah. Over the years, I don't know. I'm so sorry that her ulcers are bursting. 
uh, the, 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 the healthcare system, but you donating and her copying and pasting the text to everybody, that is not going to help. This person has issues that you don't want. Cause I'm just saying, if you got over the years, if you keep having all, ulcers are connected to emotional things, physical, what you eat, everything. She got a, she got a whole bunch of stuff to worry about. And then if she's posting something on Facebook, like, why can't y'all just tell me no? Girl, no response is no. Exactly. Exactly. No response is a response, especially in the age of social media. Okay. Yes. And Adrian, you can, as she's proving, constantly contact people. When somebody does not engage with you, they are letting you know they don't want to engage with you. Exactly. And it's exactly. like, I also feel like, would she, I think if there's any way for you to block her on these things, because here's the other thing, right? Let's go back. As she said, this is a, old high school, school. semi-friend. Yes. You know what I'm semi-friend. saying? Semi-friend. Right? Because she was like acquaintance. But it's like, you know, and I'm assuming she a grown adult now. I mean, you know, let's, yeah. let's say 10 years, you know. Yeah. You know, where it's like, this is not somebody who's regularly in your life. Obviously, yes, yeah, she's seen that, oh, you donated in the past, so maybe you would be likely to do it again. But it's also like, simply because you've donated in the past, you do not owe any future donations. Mm-hmm. And her writing to everybody, like, yeah, she's anxious. She's stressed. She's obviously yeah. like, I got to get this for whatever. It doesn't have to be drugs. She just <laughs> needs it. But her It need- could be to get the stuff to make drugs. <laughs> to order a bunch of, like... Or of she's just a scammer. Yeah, or she's just a scammer. Right. Like, right. that is... A, that's big business right yeah. now. Scamming is big, especially in the age that you don't have... You know how... Let me just tell you what. It's so hard to sit in somebody's face live and in person and be like, could you please give me money for my ulcers? That's yeah. hard. Yeah. But to type it on a, you know what I'm saying? To set up something and just put a link out a there. I've gotten yeah. requests from total strangers. Yeah, that ain't nothing. They, Cause there's no, there's right. really, there's, there's, there's no ego in that. There's no shame in that. You know what I'm saying? It's just I, I, exactly what you said, Naomi. I would block, I would block her. This, this, this girl, this, I don't know. I was about to say a comedian, but she's not a comedian. I don't know how I know her, but she, 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 but I know that she, I know her via like the industry world, right? Like mm-hmm. entertainment. And she texted me one day and said, is this still Zainab? She texted my phone, right? And I don't know that day. My, my spidey senses must have been down. Yes, because, yes. Yes. You know, I must have had too much ease in my life because I responded right. like, yeah, this is still Zainab. What's up? Right. And so she was like, um, uh, she was like, um, so-and-so, what did she say? She said, oh, can I call you really fast? And I'm like, well, what's going, well, you know, yeah, what's who? the problem? She's, uh, she, you know I was like, she what's was? the problem? Like, she texted you, you I, know her number? Yes. Okay, I knew okay. who she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I knew who she was, but she's not like, she's never been somebody that I spoke. I don't even know why I really, like why we have each other's numbers. Okay. She's somebody that like sends me email. You know, tell me if you have this, Naomi, and, and you too, Andy, but uh, <clears throat> when people send you, um, like she'll send me an email, like, um, open call black lady sketch show or something like that. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, like, <laughs> do you think I don't have representation? Like, do you, <laughs> you, do you, I, I actually you do think, know what you're talking about. Yeah. Do you, yes. you know, when they think that they're yes. helping you, like, you know, yes. like open call, like, like, like fellowship for new writers. Have you have you are you paying attention to what I'm doing? Exactly. <laughs> there was one time I got something like that, and I just forwarded to my age, and I was like, "Is this a real thing, or are they scamming? Are they like they're like?" And my age was like, "No, it's not real." Yeah, yeah. And, oh no, people like open submissions like for yes. writing stuff where it's like, yes. um, where I'm like, I don't need to do that. 
right now. It's like, listen, if you're sending me the open call, it's, of course, this is not Black Lady Schedule, but I'm just saying. Right. An open call for, like, uh, insecure extras. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> But I, but I, I, so, so I say that because that's a person that like they, they're trying to stay connected to you, right? Yes, yes. And so I would get emails like that from her. And yeah. like maybe the first or second time I would have, I responded like, oh girl, I'm work. Thank, thank you. But I, like, I'm good. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then after a while, I'm like, you don't even need to respond to this, right? So now fast forward, she, uh, text, she, she texts me, can, can I call you real quick? And I'm like, uh, sure. So, she calls me and I'm like, hey, what's going on? Like, I'm like, get to the point. Like, I let you call me, but we ain't. Hey, right. Zena, hey, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know I'm fine because I picked up this goddamn phone. Right. So right. if I was in a, if I was in a state of distress, you would not be on the phone with me. So what's up? She was like, well, do you know so-and-so? And I said, I don't. Like, I can't even remember the guy's name. And I said, I don't. She said, oh, okay, because he passed away. And I said... Okay. Okay, well, what would make you think I know? She said, well, I saw that you guys were friends on Facebook. Well, does she not know how Facebook works? (laughs) That a Facebook friend isn't a real friend? It was in that moment I realized I got got. (laughs) I said, what? You know how you just need a person to repeat themselves so that you, right? I said, what? She said, yeah, I saw that you guys were friends on um, Facebook and, you know, he was found dead in his room a few nights ago. And I just was like, I need to let Zainab know. I said, I said, girl, don't ever call me about nobody on Facebook. (laughs) 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 And you know how you feel bad because there's still somebody died in a situation, right? I said, I'm so, I started like Kiki Palmer. I said, I'm so sorry that this man has passed away. I don't know who he is. I'm so sorry (laughs) that he passed away. I said, but don't ever, don't ever call me about nobody on Facebook, nothing on Facebook. I haven't logged on to Facebook in years. Don't ever do that. And she was like, oh, okay, I'm so, and I mean, that was my tone. Because I, I was, I was pissed. Because in that moment, when I realized like I got, I was yelling at her like the lady trying to let her dog poop in my yeah. <laughs> And so I said, and so right when I was done saying, don't ever do this again, she was like, okay, well, how are you? I said, girl, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. <laughs> So then she going to say, you know, I'm just over here dealing with my mother's death, all of this stuff, right? So I knew, I knew, like, that's why she, you know how it hit you? That's why she got me on the phone. That's, she know goddamn well I ain't know that guy from Facebook, you know? Yeah, So, so, so then I said, well, I'm so sorry. Now, when you, when you try to manipulate me, I get real, like, emotionless. Uh You get what I'm saying? I get real cut and dry. So I said, you listen, I'm so sorry that your mother died, but I have to go. Have a great day. Like, I, I cut it down really cool. You know, to, to, to many blessings. Take care. Right? right. And so I called my friend and I'm just telling her the story. And I'm like, I don't even know how I know her. She said, girl, you know her through me. You don't know her. I introduced y'all one time and you do not know her. And I was like, oh, I don't. She was like, no, that's why last time when she got you on the phone, you donated to her camp. Remember, she asked you for money. I said, I didn't even remember. Oh my goodness. She said, yeah, I was pissed that you gave her $50. I said, I gave her $50. She was like, yes. (laughs) And I was like, well, that's why she came back because I gave her once. Exactly. And she can, so sorry, that took a really long way to get to that. But the girl on Facebook, that's the reason why she's coming back. So exactly what Naomi said, you got to block her because whatever, even if there, whether she, she, if she's lying, whatever, she got to get out of here. 
But if she is telling the truth, you do not have the solution. Uh Right. Right. You get what I'm saying? You are not the fix for her problems. Even if it's, even if it's in a small monetary fashion, you are not the fix. She, 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 she got a lot of work to do that has nothing to do with you. So you know what I'm saying? Block her, block her immediately and she'll get that loud and clear. And if she talk about you subliminally via a post, you'll never see it because she's blocked. Exactly. Like, yeah. let her go. Exactly. Like, don't even look on Facebook or look what she writing. You know, she, look, and again, let's assume, like, I'll, yes, she's struggling. She's having health trouble. She doesn't know where to turn. But as you said, it's like, but that doesn't mean that you have to be the person and you haven't pledged yourself just because you gave somebody back in the day. It's not yeah. like, and so, and as you said, and I, and look, and I know some people listening and they'll be like, well, just say no, just say no, you can't. But I think that like, sure, depending on your, and your relationship with somebody uh, and obviously your personality, like you can say to somebody like, Hey, I can't right now. I don't have it. You know, wishing you luck, you know, but, that's, like that. but, I, but I think there's something different, right? There are like. Like we've certainly donated to friends or friends whose like relatives were having problems who were like the, we were good friends with the person and so like we've donated to that kind of thing. It's different with just like someone who's like an acquaintance or a stranger, where like you don't know what they're going through, like if it's real or not, or if they're scamming you or something like that. I've donated to a stranger's GoFundMe. Have you? I me? Have. Yeah, me you. too. Yeah, really? me too. Yeah. But. Yeah, but if they came back to me and was like, hey, girl, I'm going through it again. And then if I didn't say nothing and they was like, oh, people ain't trying to help. It's like if I could punch you virtually, I would punch you. Exactly. Exactly. Get out of here. Yes. Yes. Get out of here. Wait, what has made you guys donate to like a strangers? To me, it's it feel it always. I'm like, how are they? How are they getting me? Like, I'm always like looking for like what what the the angle is. Well, for me, it's this, you know, um, if I have it. And if to give a little bit of it is no skin off my back, I will do it. You see what I'm saying? And for me, it's usually like sick children, and like them. Like it's <laughs> it's usually like if there's like a if there's like a child, and it, because just what it is to be a parent when you have anybody like a chronically ill child, I'm always just like, here's fifty, here's twenty five, and that if I'm at a point where I have that to give, sure. And the fact is like even if I'm being scammed, that's kind of how I kind of calculate it. Even if I'm being scammed, it doesn't hurt me in a way, right? Because I'm not taking money away from my own pot. Or like, you, you see what I'm saying? If you're, that not makes taking, any sense? you're not taking money out of Mabel's mouth. Yes, the Jeez. animals are still living in finery. What were you going to say? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like a balance scale all the time. And that is, that is kind of like how I stay. Like, it's kind of like my um, how I stay sane. Like things have to be balanced. So I just look at a stranger's GoFundMe. Like, I don't know the person who's asking me for money when I pull up to a stop sign when I get off the freeway. They're strangers too, but there's some days where I'm compelled to give to them. Yes, and it's sure. for no reason. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to have a child. They don't yeah. have to, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They don't have to be a certain, they don't have to look a certain way. And it's like, I give to them. So sometimes that happens virtually, you know? And yeah. like, I do believe that when you give, that's, that's your blessing is to give, right? Mm-hmm. What happens when the person receives that has nothing to do with yes. you? Whether they yes. appreciate it, whether they are lying or scam, that's all, that's, 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 that's their life to deal yeah. with. Huh. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, but, yeah. but when you give, when you give, there's, there's a blessing in giving. It's, it's, it's a really selfless act. For, and, and, you know, whatever. Sometimes it's not even because somebody is sick or somebody, sometimes I just, I'll see something and somebody's like, I'm really trying to make this project. And I'm like, 
You know, there's times where I've needed money to maybe make a project or I've known friends and we've been afraid to ask. Mm -hmm. Look at this. This person is actually putting themselves out there. That's brave. That speaks to me. I got 15. I I mean, I don't mean to say this like this, but like I get spot money from comedy clubs. And I exactly like that's what I'm talking about. Mm, I'm about $15 ice cream cone. Or I, I could get, I could, and that's, yeah. that, that's how I balance things. Like if I, if I could pay $8 for this matcha, I could give somebody, do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, definitely. This, this is Andy, just so you understand me, just so you understand what happens in like my makeup. It may not make sense to anybody else, but so the other day I was last weekend, I was in New Orleans and we went to a strip club and, and I'm not, I really into strip clubs. I don't know. I'd be kind of feeling sad, you mm-hmm. know? And so at first my friend, I had just like a hundred ones, right? And I was done with the hundred ones, really. You know, somebody flipping on their head, shaking it, but it's like the hundred is not enough. Come on. <laughs> right? You know, even if you break it down into one, you know, like it, you, it's just not enough. So I'm like, uh, I'm like, I got to get more money. So I go to the ATM and I take out more money. Right. And my friend is like, how much did you take out? I was like, $500. And she's like, why did you take out that? Much? I'm like, And I'm sitting there, right? I'm sitting there with my Louis Vuitton bag, little tiny ass Louis Vuitton bag. Uh It cost me Mm $2,500. And I I said, if I could give fucking Louis Vuitton, who I ain't never fucking seen, ain't never do shit for me. (laughs) If I could give them $2,500, and we ain't even, this is the one time. If you go to my closet, there's a bunch of these. I could... I could give these goddamn girls who might have college tuitions, motherfucking babies, dreams and goals and aspirations. I could give them $500. Let me just tell you, I had them. Come on, girls. Come on. (laughs) Come on. I agree with you 100%. That's another thing for me, too. It's like, especially for me, too, like comedy money or like when someone Venmos me, you know, or if I get an unexpected 50, an unexpected 100, that will then go like, and I also, like, also sometimes people are like, I'm trying to move out of an abusive situation. I'm trying to whatever. And I look at somebody and it's like, literally as much as I order Postmates, mm-hmm, you telling exactly. me I can't get this person $20 exactly. as much as I stay ordering. <laughs> exactly. And I know, Andy, I see you. You still like skeptic. Like, but what if they're getting you, right? Just look at it like this. If a person is in their life is so bad that they have to publicly lie and say, I'm in an abusive relationship and I need to get out. Help me. Like that, we, you, there's already empathy there. Do you get what I'm saying? There's already, like, I never, I never, first of all, I never mm. want to actually be in an abusive situation. Sure. But I also, I don't even know what's worse to be abused or to be lying. Like, yeah, I'm abused, y'all. Like, I don't know what's worse. You know what I'm saying? I'm mean, right. being, being abused is probably worse. It's worse. Me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's somebody being abused listening right now, like, uh, <laughs> bitch, being abused is worse. <laughs> but yeah, it's, yes. fu- it's no, it's funny because like it's not like okay, I'm not stingy. I give a lot to charity. I give to pe- like on the street, like in New York. I just had money to just give people, like walking around or on the subway. You or, keep uh, a couple ones, yeah, yeah. You keep a couple mm-hmm. ones, like all yeah. the time. It's not that. It's the and certainly like giving money to people's like friends go like who are like have like dire health problems or whatever like that, right? Mm-hmm. It's specifically for some reason there is something about like a stranger's GoFundMe where I'm like, how are they getting me? Where I think that's, I don't know what it is about yeah. like, that specific. Thing. I think it's that you don't where, trust people, which is totally fine. 
But as long as you're not giving out your bank account and routing number, it's fine. Do you know what I'm saying? You giving $15, you can stand to give up $15, Andy. So if they, if they, if they getting you, it's like you could get got for that amount. Now, you know what I'm saying? If, if, if I woke up and you was on a tender swindler and you was like, I, <laughs> if, if, if you, if you taking out $250,000 loans, somebody, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. Then I would be like, now hold up. Naomi, yep. we got to get your husband right. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Huh. All right. Well, I got to say, you guys changed my mind. <laughs> Good. Good. People out here struggling. This world is horrible and cold. You know, and you, I say, I just disagree. And I feel lucky that I have not had to ever go fund. No one's had to go fund me. Exactly. Exactly. Quite honestly. Exactly. And that's how I think about it. That's how I think about it. I remember when I, when, you know, my spot money, my comedy spot money was like, this is how I fill up my gas tank. And I'm so thankful that. My gas tank, well, I, I drive electric now, but you see how fucking LA is fucking now. I drive, I drive electric now. Oh, you God. You, you ever hate yourself? I look in the mirror and say, what? <laughs> what have I become? <laughs> I said last but, week, I'm waiting for a deal to close. And in my mind, I was putting a gun in my mouth. Because I'm just like, ew, I said that out loud. But you know, so one, one of my, one of my, um, Closest friends. I don't know. You guys may be familiar with her. Tabitha Brown. Are you familiar with her? No. Yeah, yeah maybe. Um, anyway, she said something this morning online and she, it was like an analogy. She was like, I was eating pizza last night and I was full, but I just kept eating and I was so uncomfortable and da 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 da. And she was like, and I just wanted to give this message that, you know, sometimes we have everything we need, like we are so full, but we still force like discomfort in our life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that. I don't know. Like I, I'm so grateful for all that I have that it, it makes me want to give. You get what I'm saying? It makes me, because, because I do remember that part, part of like the things that I, part of what's tangible for me is a marker of like the work that I've put in. You know, Mm -hmm. and I also believe that there's so much more. I believe that it's so endless that like, yeah, I can give because it's so, his Chloe and Sydney are standing outside of my house. Wait, really? <laughs> uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Waiting to come in. Come in. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like, I just, I also believe that there's so much more for me to have that, you know, it's like, yeah. I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind giving. Now, I feel like after this, I better not get a slew of GoFundMe's. <laughs> you are going to get a slew. <laughs> Literally, you will hug a slew. You know what you give, girl? <laughs> oh, gosh. Andy? Yeah. How you feeling? I feel good. Well, you guys have changed my life. Well, see, okay. What did that say? Now strangers are going to come for me. <laughs> exactly. I, I still hear you. Let me open the door. I still <laughs> well, I guess, I mean, we're going to have to wrap it up. Zaydab got company. Zaydab got company. You only have to if you want to. Which, do you want to do, do one more? Let's do yeah, it. let's do it. All right. This <laughs> this comes to us from Instagram, direct message. Okay. Okay. Hi, recently came across your podcast when looking for marriage counselors. <laughs> and really like, <laughs> however, my question isn't about marriage. I have a problem with a friend. Okay. I had a kid okay. about a week before COVID hit. As a natural introvert, it was pretty amazing. Not going to lie. 
Uh, I built an excuse not to see anyone. Fast forward to vaccine rollout, and we are now more open to seeing friends with our baby. I discover that two of my friends are unwilling to get vaccinated. Well, hmm. well. Hmm. It was a surprise as I live in a state where those initial vaccine appointments were fought over like hot concert tickets. <laughs> I only see talk to one friend about once a year. My other friend is the problem. When I found out, I said I would see this friend when everything, quote unquote, sorted itself out. The friend inquired if I wasn't seeing anyone who wasn't vaccinated, and I said yes, driving the point home because we were refusing to visit my mom with a baby because she wasn't vaccinated. My friend thanked me for not berating them for their choice, and we ended the chat. This friend is a bestie. We've known each other for about 10 years and have been through a lot emotionally together. We've gone through periods of separation, but have found our way back to each other. With me getting married, then pregnant, then COVID-19, we were already having a hard time connecting. When the friend stance on this vaccine came out, I didn't try to convince them. I have no energy for that, but I did lose quite a healthy bit of respect for the friend. This has accelerated our distancing. As the friend keeps reaching out to me via messages, phone calls, and media, and more frequently, I find myself ignoring them. The friend is an extrovert and very tactile. <laughs> very tactile. Very tactile. Very tactile. Very tactile. Imagine them like... I know, just like touching you. Wiggling their fingers as they say that. Uh, I'm not. We respect the difference and needs that validation in a relationship. Question. I don't know how to get over losing respect over the divisive issue or if I should. Secondly, I don't know if I should have that conversation with myself or with my friend. This is clearly affecting our friendship, and I think of this issue uh, as the nail in the coffin on the natural decline of our friendship due to different life phases, uh, and there should be closure. I don't know how to say I'm weirded out by having adult influences around my kid who don't believe in vaccines. But then again, teaching kids to respect differences, whatever. This is long. <laughs> Feel free to edit out or rearrange for flow. I, uh, I didn't either. See, I know. I, I would have edited it. You got to give it to me sometimes. I'll be skipping some paragraphs. Mm-hmm. You are, Naomi, you are free to go into the advice Okay, file. continue. Anyway, I think that. <laughs> I mean, basically, but basically, what, what was what's the question, though? Like, are they wrong for losing respect for the friend yes. uh, because of their vaccine? Yeah, like, should they keep, should they, like, feel like, okay, this friendship is kind of falling away, should... And now this is the final nail in the coffin. It's like, But should it be, basically? Because it's like, should I talk to them and be like, I won't see you if you won't get vaxxed? Because right now, because what they're saying is that they're not responding to the calls or messages, like, just avoiding. Mm-hmm. And should there be a conversation? Because if you've known somebody for 10 years, do you just kind of ghost them? Yeah, I think that that's crazy. If that's the only thing, and this might be an unpopular opinion, but if your friendship has been a great friendship up until y'all have different of a difference of opinion in terms of vaccinations and you like, I'm not going to be your friend no more because you disagree with me on this topic. I think that that is crazy. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. But I think would that that's, you, the, I mean, would you still, but there's a difference because here's what I would say to that. I, to, to me, I'm like, okay, we could talk on the phone. We could yeah. zoom like I would still engage with you, but just not in person. You said, yeah, that's you really fine. Are because my that's, good yeah, exactly. Because that's the choice that you have. If, 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 if somebody is like, I mean, it's this, it's, it's the same as like, if somebody has strep throat, right? If my mama got strep throat, it's like, no mama, you can't come to my house today. Cause strep throat is contagious. And I ain't trying to get strep throat. Right. It just is what it is. But I'm not going to be like, that's not my mother no more. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah, if you if you are completely not talking to your friend, 
your good friend, your friend of 10 years, just because they chose to not get vaccinated. I think that that's, I think that that's wild. Now, yeah. Can you tell your friend, no, you can't come over because I got a new baby. We ain't trying, you ain't vaccinated. We ain't trying to, you know, whatever. Then that makes a lot of sense to me. Now, if your friend is like, fuck you and what you stand for, then it's like, oh, okay. Well, we got, you know, we have a problem. But Zainab, what if your mom stuck her head in a vat of strep throat bacteria? Viruses, is okay. it bacteria or virus? <laughs> Whatever. Through. The point being, uh-huh. what if she stuck her head? She's and, she, and you're like, don't stick your. That's not a good idea for you to stick your head in a vat of of viruses. And she's like, I'm fine. It'll be fine. So I think, I think if so, what you're asking me is if what to do if somebody does somebody you love is doing something dumb, right? Normally, if a person is doing something dumb, that's not the first time they did something dumb. Mm-hmm. Right. They, they, they've, they've been doing okay. dumb. They've been doing dumb shit for 10 years. Yeah. Right. Yes. This this is just a dumb shit thing that broke the camel's back. Yes. Yes. Right. And so that's something that you got to come to terms with. Like I have a very I have a, a very close friend who came to stay with me. And for the past 15 years, I knew something was wrong with her. But it wasn't until she stayed in my house for four days straight that it was confirmed. Oh, some shit is wrong with this person, you know. Uh-huh. And in that moment, I told her, I, I said it to myself and I told her, you, you can't come over no more. Ain't no love loss. You know what I'm saying? But you can't because you you got some stuff that you that you have to work on. But like, I didn't lose respect for her. You know what I'm saying? That's so, that's so strong to be like, Oh, we have a we have a difference of opinion. She see your your uh, listener didn't even tell us why the friend is opposed to the vaccine. That's very important. Well, this is the thing. I will say this. You know, we are a very serious uh, anti-COVID household. I still wear my mm-hmm. mask. If I go do a show, I'm in a mask until I have to be on stage. I've gotten the second booster. You know, if you don't want to be vaccinated, to me, again, like, if you're not vaxxed, I'm just not going to fuck with you. It's kind of mm. it for me. Meaning, meaning sort of like, it just just because that's not how I choose to live my life. So it's like, yeah, you can do your thing and I'll do mine. And you know, when I'm not afraid of you anymore, maybe we can interact, but Mm -hmm. there is nobody in my life who I've known for a decade who has made, who has made that choice. I had some family members who didn't get vaxxed right away, but Mm -hmm. they got, they got fucking vaxxed, you know, six months later. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like there are people and I'm like, you're an idiot. Why aren't you getting vaxxed? But then it's just like, I, what can I do? I can't make them do nothing till they get vaxxed and then they get vaxxed. Yeah, so they the vaccine, and I don't see them. The vaccine conversation to me is, is you know, parallel to religion. You know, people believe strongly what they believe. And that's in and that's just it. Like, I'm a person that had Pfizer, the two shots, but I won't get boosted because I had an adverse reaction to the vaccine. You know what I'm saying? So if 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 somebody says like, oh, well, she won't she won't get boosted, so I can't fuck with her. It's like to me, that's more of a reflection of you than me. That's why I'm saying that's a very important piece of information to leave out. If you're saying you're willing to throw away a good friendship, right. not not like damn, I've been trying to let this girl go for years, and this is you know what I'm saying? It's like yes. this has yes. been my good friend. Right. My good ass friend for 10 years and oh, we was in a pandemic. I had a baby and I choose to, I, you know, we're, we're a, a fully vaccinated house except for the kid and she's not vaccinated. So I lost all respect of her. Like that's wild. There's something else that's there. That's wild. But there's yeah, something there else there be. because, because she also said too, she, where she's like, well, the friendship has been kind of fading for years. 
So this, okay. so that's what I mean too. Cause, cause I, I agree two questions, two parts. Cause this person started out talking about how they're an introvert and don't really like to go out anyway. Uh-huh, and their friend's uh-huh. a tactile extrovert. Their yes, friend loves to yes. touch with their little wiggly fingers. Uh-huh. And so it already feels like, well, y'all aren't on the same page. So that's the first thing that pinged me. The second thing that pinged me too, again, when somebody, if I've known you for 10 years and you don't want to be vaccinated, as you said, it's like, you, this is already, like, this person is already, like, that usually doesn't come out of nowhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, my exactly. my family who didn't want to get vaxxed, there was some hotepery involved. And it's like, yeah, yeah I knew he would be that person just because that's how he is. Oh, I and know so, what you're talking about. So, so it's not, again, so it's like, <laughs> it's not like something's like, I don't know who you are anymore. There's, no, yeah. you know, that's never had that. And so I think there's a, that's the other thing too. We don't know, we didn't get that information in terms of not only, as you said, why they're not getting the vax, but also, yeah, okay, you don't agree. Because there's also a thing too, I see almost everybody outside anyway. So like, yeah. even if I was talking to somebody, I'd be like, okay, we could be outside and get coffee. Kind of no matter yeah. what your situation is, because that's just what I do to not worry about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's almost like, I don't want to worry about it. So I just set it up so we interact outdoors and then everything's fine. Yeah, I think also, too, it's like, you know, do you go outside? Do you go to the supermarket? I feel like people are like, you know, really rigid when it comes to like their space, because that's all you can control. It's almost like we're the we're the security at a club do it with the red rope. You know what I'm saying? Like, because <laughs> you can't control you can't control anything outside of your house. So you really, really overdo it with controlling your house. It's like it, it, the, the person that wrote in. It's like if you don't value this friendship and you don't truly have respect for this person and it's been dwindling for years, then just say that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But it is my opinion that if something is working and is close to perf is conducive for both people and then you have a difference of opinion on something that is very that is a pressing issue right now because there's so many there, there's so many ways to like, like it, it blows my mind, right? In public places, you go to a concert and they'd be like, show your vaccination card. Just because I'm vaxxed don't mean I ain't got COVID. Mm-hmm. You should have to show a negative COVID test. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, just, just show us your vaccination card. You know, I, I know every, I, you know how many people I yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Pay, totally. You know how many working people I know? I know. They pay for their, just so that they can stay on the show. Yeah. Just so that they can, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so it really doesn't make sense. Like you standing on something. Right. It's really, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So all you can control is you. But if there's no way I'm throwing away a good friendship just because my friend believes something differently than I do. And that's not just in terms of vaccination. That's, that's, you know, that's, you know, you have a different faith than I do. You, but you know, there's just certain things. Now, there's a philosophical thing. Like, I believe that there's right and wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, like I believe that you shouldn't come in my house and steal from me. Now, if you got a difference of opinion on that, then we probably <laughs> can't be friends. <laughs> you know, but like, I'm just really interested in that. That con- that sounds to me like as much as she's like she's an extrovert and she's tactile. To me, it sounds like if the if that friend was writing into you guys, it's like well she overreacts. She's a control freak. She's a, do you get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I think that she kind of left out her isms to get a certain opinion. 
from you guys. Well, Does I also think sense? she doesn't want to be friends with her anymore. And yeah. As you said, the vax is the straw that broke the camel's back. Or, or just the, the excuse. Or the excuse. Or is yeah, the excuse just... to be like, I don't, I don't want to deal with her anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, that's say, yeah. I say invite the friend over and then secretly stick them with the... With the vaccine, you out of your mind. like you're That's kidnapping hilarious. someone in like a <laughs> oh to tranquilize them, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like you see in like one of those like you know CIA movie things or something like that. Where she they, wakes up tied to a chair, yeah, 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 and you're like, and then you're like, you'll be here for another four weeks until I can give you the, <laughs> the second shot. But I feel like I feel like that's when you know, like the other caller was like, oh, I'm just ignoring her. I feel like this is like your friend. That's something that you can say to your yes. friend, like, listen, I this is what we're doing in my house. And you are this way. You like to be up next to me. You want to, I know you're going to be trying to kiss on my baby and I need you to be vaxxed and you ain't vaxxed. So right now, all we could do is socialize via the internet and the phone, FaceTime, you know, because I still value you and I miss you. But if there's no motivation for that, then it's just like, let the friendship go. Exactly. Exactly. Like it's literally, again, it's like, you know, you over here being like, I don't like you. Basically, saying you don't like her. Yeah. <laughs> basically, what is yeah, exactly. You don't like them. You're like, I have a baby. I want to be in the house. Leave me exactly. alone. I don't like her. What should I do? It's like now, if you like, no girl, we got a baby, and she like, fuck your baby. Then it's like y'all, y'all not really friends. <laughs> you know, let y'all, y'all could both let this friendship go. Oh, that's so true. Uh, Zainab, Zainab, you are a gift. Mm. You have literally <laughs> woken us both up. Mm-hmm. You've given us energy, love, and light. I thought I was going to take a nap, but now I'm awake. Now you're up. Good. Now you've been energized. Good. We've Wait, truly do you got guys, Do you guys take melatonin? It does nothing for me. Oh, it, it okay. really screws me up the next day. I'm so okay. sensitive to it that it, it okay. really like fucks me up. Yeah. So you read a book when you're trying to go back to sleep because that's what helps me. If, if ever I'm having insomnia, I read a book. I'd be knocked out two pages. <laughs> <laughs> two pages. I'd be like snoring. No, I don't snore, but I'd be knocked out. Yeah. 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 No, no. Just I watch TV and play Candy Crush. <laughs> no, you can't. That's a stimulant. You can't. You got to. Yeah. yeah, I'm telling you, read. Get you a nice book. Just put a book right there. Read and something not real interest. Don't get no fiction. Get some nonfiction. Nonfiction will put your ass to sleep. Oh, <laughs> well, I do have a book on uh, capitalism. Global ca- how how, glo- yes. how capitalism became global. Oh yes. yeah, that'll put you to sleep. Oh, yeah. That'll mm-hmm. put you to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Zainab, you're a gift. Listeners, you're a Thank gift. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 